0: You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level.
1: Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Effridge.
0: Okay, so I'm coming off of an interesting First week of school as we're recording this, you know, so this is school's now running and hopefully everybody's kind of back to a little bit more of a semblance of routine, routine and, and structure, and they've kind of got their groove going. And, and it's interesting because fall, you know, this, I'm assuming that fall is the time that most people make a lot of changes oh really it is just because with with the
1: changing of the leaves comes the changing of the life
0: well i I think it's actually more tied to school and the structure that that provides that's a time to okay you know what when we get back into school we're going to start doing this or doing that or yeah so it's it's interesting because pam and i've made a commitment that we're trying to be back in our room by a certain time every night just because as summer waned we were getting up late you know later and later on how late we were up and then running in the morning and it's like okay we need to we need to move, do some shifts to get into routine but the interesting thing is and this goes right into where we're heading with this show routine creates boredom creates ruts creates monotony and so the only routine I want our listeners to have is listening to sexy marriage radio
1: <laughs> listening to us <laughs> so,
0: so welcome to sexy marriage radio. Thanks for spending some time with us, and uh, the other routine I would love for you to add is send us an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, with any kind of thoughts, comments, questions, topics that we haven't covered or addressed or that we need to address more, because we want to speak into whatever it is that's going on that will help you, because this is listener-driven radio, Mm -hmm. and the other thing you could do is jump on iTunes, leave us any kind of comments, reviews five stars if you like us because that helps us climb the chart and that helps spread the word about what's going on. And it helps us just try to speak into the void that is the lack of information about good married sex.
1: Right. And I have to give a shout out to those who do get in the routine of emailing us regularly. Some people give us feedback on every single show. Uh, In particular, uh, some people call us out on things that we don't even realize. Like I had no idea how many times I say, let's get real until (laughs) Becky called me out on that, which is not the first time that Becky has given me some really fantastic feedback that I was completely oblivious to. Mm So we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us the kind of feedback that will only help us get better. And I'm definitely working on my repertoire of things that I can say instead of let's get real. But I cannot promise you that I will not go there again. Oh,
0: I'm tracking in the it. Future. I'll, I'll be tracking it.
1: <laughs> if, if I can say it fewer times than Corey says feedback at com per <laughs> show, I'm doing okay. That, that,
0: that'd be good. <laughs> That'll be a good litmus test. So it's interesting because, you know, when we were getting ready for the show, we were talking. Talking about just kind of catching up because it's been you know, a little bit since we've seen each other and had different stuff going on in our lives and, and all of that information and and it's and it's fantastic because I'm coming off of um, a, col- a a huge event that I got to do with my daughter.
1: <laughs> do tell.
0: And so, well, <laughs> my daughter, eleven, for her for uh, her birthday this year, which was in May. So we, I finally gave her her present saturday night as we're recording this when when she and i went and saw Coldplay here in dallas when they came through and so her first concert is Coldplay, which i feel <laughs> I kind of heart, hi dad I, I, I feel kind of bad for you sydney <laughs> just because you got nowhere to go but down on quality of concert probably
1: no concert will ever compare yeah. to that experience i am sure they put it, on an they awesome put, they concert. put on
0: a great show it was at texas stadium eighty thousand plus people um if you're curious, just Google Coldplay Tour Dallas or any other locations and see kind of the show they put on because it's fantastic. But it is one of those things that it's it, it's going to be a memory for both of us forever.
1: Yeah, and I applaud you. I mean, I know that you have two really great kids that you could have taken, and I'm sure that your son was none too happy that Sydney got to do it and he didn't. However, I just want to say... Yeah, I mean, you've always been tops in my books when it comes to marriage and parenting. But the fact that you made this a special night between just you and Sydney, mm-hmm. just a father-daughter date, you just went, like, out the roof in my books. <laughs> well, That is so important.
0: Let's wrap the show up right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, no, because it is one of those things. It, it's a priority of, of mine. One of the best compliments I've had from my family is that dad brings the fun and I like that idea cuz that's what I want to do in life. I want I just want to have fun with what I do. I want I want to enjoy and be passionate about things and if I ca- and if it's something I can't be passionate about, I really want to examine is that something I need to be doing. So yeah. so I want this that's part of what has f- stemmed uh, sexy marriage radio is this idea of how do we get passionate about our sex life. And that could seem like, well, shouldn't that be easy? And <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe the first few months of marriage.
0: <laughs> Maybe even not, because that could be replaced with anxiety and all kinds of, of unknown yeah, and, and failure and disappointment and shame. I mean, so many different things could come along with that. But it's it's this idea of how do we get people to see the importance of going where they haven't gone before?
1: And so that's that's what I want to talk about. It's boldly going where no man has gone before.
0: Space. Right, the final <laughs> frontier. These are the voyages. Okay, so that's we've got an yeah. idea of what we're talking about. <laughs>
1: Well, and the reason that I came up with the idea with let's talk about boldly going where no man has gone before is I have just made Greg and both my children extremely mad at me because next week I'm going to Anchorage, Alaska without any of them
0: Oh well, okay.
1: <laughs> because I've gotten invited to do something that I have never done before. I am um, getting to do a women at the wall workshop for 10 female officers in the U.S. Air Force. It's yeah. Very when they invited cool. when they, when they invited me to come, and they said, "Well, but the you know the only thing is, is it's Anchorage, Alaska. Would you be willing to come that far in August?" And I'm thinking,
0: in August, yes.
1: Twist. What well, well, <laughs> September? Yeah, September. Well. September. But yeah, <laughs> twist my arm. Twist my arm. So yeah, I, I'm not too popular in my household at the moment because I'm I'm taking an assistant, not a family member. <laughs> but. <laughs> But you know, that the whole anxiety of getting ready to do something mm-hmm. that you've never done before, whether it's going to a concert that's a really big deal or going to another location that's a really big deal or just doing something mm-hmm. that you've never done before, or maybe you just haven't made it a regular part of your repertoire. Okay. That's the challenge that I want to issue our listeners. I want everyone within the next 30 days to do something that you've never done before either sexually or is just the location and I don't care whether it's room in the house or, or, um, you know, a country road that you drive to or another state that you go to or a different hotel, or if it's a totally different position or activity. And I know that this show is sponsored by CovenantSpies.com, which Mm -hmm. we so appreciate Lael and her Mm -hmm. integrity and her credibility with the products that she provides. Maybe going down that line is a good idea, but just, think outside the box and do something that's going to create some tension in a good way. I think that in marriage, we have enough tension just getting through day-to-day life and it's, I'm not talking about a good kind of tension. So to create a good kind of tension to kind of balance out all of that stress and some of the monotony, I just think is a really healthy thing to do.
0: And it's, and it's funny because we need to set the stage a little bit just because there's two different sides to this coin that we're talking about. So you've got like for, your example of, of heading to Anchorage, Alaska, I'm assuming there's a little bit of a tinge of anxiety, of uncertainty, of of and, and excitement, which yeah. can well, be both
1: a 14 hour journey right. on three different planes right. and yeah, there's, and then what to pack and what's the weather going to be. And yep. what so, do I need to really give these women an awesome experience that they'll never forget, you know, yep. props and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it's it's, yeah, yeah, a it's, lot it's of one anxiety. of those that
0: it's, it's anxiety plus excitement, which can often come out the same way. Right. Yes. It's, it's the same thing. It's just manifesting themselves slightly differently. So mm-hmm. you've got that side of the equation where you're planning ahead you're you've got the anticipation and all of that stuff that's going on so that's one like our listeners that are are real big fans of the show that would be more likely what theirs is going to be of okay what could i be doing and they're kind of mapping it out planning it out strategizing and so they got that two-pronged of excitement plus uncertainty cuz cuz there's always that element of anytime you try something new what if this bombs <laughs> you know what, what if but this isn't doesn't that go that part well? of the fun absolutely the
1: risk of failure is part of it
0: but then the other side of it is if you if your spouse is challenging you to do something in more real time and you have fear and you have anxiety over that opportunity over what's being presented because when we were traveling over the summer we went to California for eight days, and I was humbled by the fact that I had always thought of myself as the more adventuresome one in my marriage. Hmm. Uh, Pam, Did
1: Pam surprise you?
0: Pam uh, freaked me out sometimes because she wanted to try to soak up all the authentic stuff we could find in the different areas of california, southern california we were in and so no change. i thought you were going to tell me
1: that i thought you were going to tell me that she um, signed up for the bungee jumping class
0: no i don't know if she would, <laughs> i don't know if she would do that but um, she she's got an adventure she's got an adventure streak and she's the one that made us go surfing so there's yeah. that's one of the things that was kind of hey that's something we would never do but let's do it but she would always point out these hole in the wall dive restaurants of i want to eat there and for for whatever reason, I'm freaking out, going, no, 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 we got to eat like at Chili's because I know what that menu is. Exactly, I know, you know? what to
1: expect there.
0: And, <laughs> and it, that's safer because we're parents, we got kids, we can't expose them, you know. And I'm doing all these <laughs> rational that are just totally irrational reactions, but if, the whole time I'm kind of going, what am I afraid of?
1: Why, mm. why am I
0: afraid of all this? Because facing I'm, your
1: anxieties, I don't,
0: I didn't necessarily face it well sometimes, but but I was trying to, and that's just the point of. When you're talking about the nature of a system, one of you is going to lead the charge and the other's going to have to respond. And sometimes that responding means I've really got to confront fear and I've got to confront anxiety so that at least it's more founded on why I decide what I do rather than I just react. Because that's a huge difference. Yeah. Because if I just react, that's what creates routine because it's just, no, 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 I'm not comfortable with that. Why? I'm just not, we've never done that. I'm not comfortable. And, That's tyranny of the lowest common denominator.
1: Right. Right. And then you're forcing that on everyone else. Uh, Yeah. But even going back to those hole-in-the-wall restaurants, it reminds me of the worst restaurant experience I have ever had in my entire life, bar none. I was speaking in Guanajuato, Mexico, and we went into this hole-in-the-wall type restaurant, and I was talked into trying mole. Do you know what mole is?
0: I don't, but just by the name tells me enough. (laughs)
1: That has nothing to do with a rodent or an animal. It's, they told me that it was like chocolate sauce on enchiladas. Okay. And so I'm thinking a chocolate enchilada, sign me up. You bet. Yeah doesn't taste like chocolate at all it's <laughs> of course. very very bitter it's very that there was nothing appealing about it but here I've ordered this entire meal in front of these people that invited me in to speak and so I'm just like grinning and burying it type of a thing but here's the thing I wouldn't trade that experience for the world because it's a permanent memory that was almost 10 sure. years ago
0: sure
1: and I will never forget it and so sometimes we just need to give up on I have to create perfectly pleasing experiences and realize that, no, just trying to make memories here. I'm yep. just trying to live a little, just part trying of, to color yep. outside the lines and create some anxiety in my life that yep. causes me to remember th- we remember things that bring us anxiety.
0: Yeah. Because part of it is the journey. That's the whole point. It's, yes. it's the journey of, of how do you know the undiscovered areas until you venture out to go find them?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I also want to focus a little bit on, we have to realize what the higher goal is. Okay. And so for example, with you taking Sydney to see Coldplay, yeah, I know it was about seeing a great concert and celebrating her birthday, but the highest goal that you were aiming for is to create a lifetime memory yeah. for sydney that my dad cares enough about me to spend special time with just the two of us yep. i'm worthy of of something really special um, and having fun together so you know that was the highest goal was right. the relationship right and then i was thinking you know well there there are other things that i can do uh, in September, you know, it's quite a busy month for me. And you know, it, it, I, I could probably make more money doing something else, speaking somewhere else or whatever. But then it's like, wait a minute, this is my opportunity to speak in to military members. Mm-hmm. And you know, we are always looking for ways to express our gratitude to those who are sacrificing their very lives for our freedom. And so it's like, heck yeah, sign me up. This is my service. And it's kind of a cool thing on, the, on a side note, Corey, I was actually in the Air Force for four weeks when I was 19 years old. Okay, um, I was I was discharged with medical, or, uh, giving it a medical discharge because of exercise induced asthma. So I just feel like this is a full circle moment for me. Yeah, uh, 30 years later to get to walk back in and contribute, yeah. you know, to, to play my part. Um, so the higher goal is definitely to sow seeds into the military members that are fighting for our country and then uh with today's show what i really want to encourage everybody to consider is this is not just about swinging from the chandeliers or you know creating a spark or livening things up or whatever this is about going to a place emotionally and physically with your spouse where you are going to make a memory. Remember the first time we did this X, Y, Z, we usually do remember first. So let's toss out a few ideas of if they've never tried this, they should at least give it a whirl. Okay. The first thing that comes to my mind is strip poker. I mean, it just, it seems like such a juvenile thing to do, Mm -hmm. but it really is fun. It is.
0: We prefer, um, strip darts.
1: Oh my, well, that, <laughs> that sounds you, painful. No, no, I assume throw, that no one is close to the dartboard.
0: <laughs> you don't throw darts at each other. You, okay. <laughs> you just play a game of darts.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> but you do it via stripping. Okay. Then, then you get a whole lot of interplay between you while you're moving around. You're not just sitting.
1: So. Okay. So in other words, there's more visual stimulation taking, and
0: you. there's more there's uh, great ways to try to distract your, their your spouse when they're trying to score <laughs> something to get to the next level.
1: <laughs> okay, so I take it you guys are not in a pub while you're doing. <laughs> oh this. no
0: no no no! This is at the house. <laughs> this is at the house. But no, but it, it is just there, there's that there's um, we've mentioned before on the show the it's a game called a private affair uh, where it just yeah. get you having conversations about. Sex and intimacy and different aspects of it because uh, it makes it just prompts to have conversations about it. You could even do um, take an episode of Sexy Marriage Radio and both of you listen to it beforehand. And then when you're having dinner or whatever on your way out while you're driving, talk about it because that could be going where you've not ever gone before is having a conversation about what you actually do with each other.
1: We, we do get that in a lot of the emails that we receive yeah. at feedback at radio.com. Now I'll let you say, let's be real at some point before. I, I can't do
0: that. <laughs>
1: I can't do it. Um, yeah. So many people say we've never talked about sex so openly mm-hmm. as now that we're listening to sexy marriage radio, mm-hmm. that that is like the biggest compliment to know that we are opening lines of communication. So yeah, maybe, maybe it is verbalizing something, a thought, yeah. a fantasy, a desire. Um, yeah. So what else, what else can we toss out there?
0: Well, the other one is just, you start adding in a lot of different places. I mean, that's, if, if you're talking about just sex of where can you add, you know, to the list of mm-hmm. in, in the house, in the car, in the back of the truck, in the backyard, in in on in the, the dining mall, table, in the mall, um, on an airplane. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> you you could go, right, go to the kitchen island, right? You go to varying degrees of risk, all the way down to you know what? There's a little risk there, but it's not that big a deal. To now, this is completely safe because we're in our house and their kids are gone. And but it's still just change it up, and right, and maybe even a new novel experience could be switch positions and you get on, you know, whoever's normally on the bottom, get on top.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. A whole new sensation. Yeah. It it really is. It feels totally different. Um, Yeah. I I was thinking, what if they pretended like they were teenagers again and went and got in the backseat of the car in their own garage? Mm -hmm. You're totally enclosed, totally safe. But remember that tension that we felt in those back seats of, well, I don't want to go too far, but you kind of wanted to go far enough that you got the titillation factor. I think that we lose that in marriage, that the things that we did that caused such titillation as teenagers lose their luster as adults when it just becomes so commonplace, but maybe putting yourself back in that same physical location can be a big part of recreating some of that.
0: Sure. Sure. And you can also do some of the different things where you recreate what you've done it only now you can change it, you know, cause that's what Pam and I've done that before where it's, it's, we go recreate a little bit of a date that we had because mm-hmm. we could finish it different than we did
1: Yeah, <laughs> back, back then. Um, you don't have to stop at first or second base. Right. You're getting a home run right. this time. But, but it also <laughs> is
0: a chance to, to recreate and, and relive some of those bonding moments mm. and, and have some fondness, have some nostalgia you know, have have some longing, you know, so it's just, I don't know, because I also think this whole thing applies to, it's not necessarily just what you do or you don't do. It can be how you do it. Cause I'm a big advocate of what if you changing it up is you open your eyes, (laughs) you know, that you just look at each other because, and, and this doesn't even mean during sex. What if you try to practice the idea of more eye contact throughout your day together?
1: Yeah. Have you seen that video online about the experiment that they did where they challenge people to look into each other's eyes, I think for like two full minutes or something. And one couple, it's a husband and wife. Another one, it's like a father and a daughter. Another one, it's two siblings. Another one, it's two friends. But it's a very powerfully moving video clip of what happens in a person's spirit when there is extended eye contact. It means so much Mm -hmm. to us. And I think that we lose sight of what it means. Absolutely. And I've heard a lot of couples say, you know, when I challenge them on this, of, you know, how does he do? I usually ask the woman, how's he doing with eye contact? So many women will say, I have forgotten what his eyes even look like. Yeah. And that's sad. That's really sad. But of course, there are women who also have a hard time looking their husbands in the eye. And why is that, Corey? From a psychological perspective, why do we start avoiding eye contact? Is there something much deeper sure. than just we're busy?
0: The eyes are direct access to the back of your brain. And so mm. if I if I look intently into somebody's eyes I get to see into their psyche if you will but more importantly and more scary they get to see into mine. Mm. And how often it's do we go to th- hide. how often do we go through life trying to hide and keep people at a certain distance? Right. I mean that's part of growing up in marriage. That's part of the whole process of a marriage to me is it's it's challenging me to learn how to be more comfortable with intimacy. And all the discomforting feelings that can come along with it.
1: Yeah. Makes me wonder if the biggest wall that we erect in our marriage relationships are simply our our, our eyelids.
0: It, lots of times. That's how we shut people out. That's how we keep them at bay. And so it's right. just learning how do I confront, because how often does this happen, Shannon, that you're 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 not staring? Because this isn't a staring contest. I mean, I do this with my kids. Right. Still. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. I, I still do this with my kids, but there's a bond that comes from it. But this is just a, you catch each other's eyes Mm -hmm. and you hang there a little bit. And then it's very easy for us to shift into, why'd you, why'd you do that face? Why'd you look away? Why'd you, you know, and then we start interpreting everything our partner does rather than recognizing, how do I just settle myself in this moment too? How do Mm. I just soak up what's being offered and offer up me? Yeah. And then if I have to break eye contact, because this is the one thing I want couples to understand is eye contact is such a powerful bonding process. And so if you need to break it, break it, and then reestablish it. Because lots of times that people think, oh, well, we, we had to stop. And it's like, no. Gazing, I mean, even the research they did, because there's, there's a follow-up research that they did where they took strangers and had them sit. And, and gaze upon each other for four minutes. And after they left, they had fond feelings for each other. It wasn't necessarily romantic, but they just had a bond on a on, right. a, interle- on a brain level. And so it's you break away and you come back. That's the whole right. point.
1: But Here's another idea to kind of add to this whole notion. I remember a few years ago um, in my shrink wrap group, which is a group with two men, two women, one is in his 80s, one's in his 70s, one's in her 60s. And here I'm almost in my 50s. And the goal was that we, we got into dyads. And so we looked into one another's eyes and we could only say two words, either yes or no. Right. And this went on for like a full five minutes. And it was very intriguing how much you were actually able to communicate with yeah. just those two words. And yes, I, I did it with Jarrett, the oldest member of the group. And I just felt so close to him. I felt like I could trust him with my life. Uh, It it is very very much a connecting type of experience. That's the thing
0: that's so beautiful and elegant about this exercise is that when you live life with somebody, you you have a sense of knowing who they are. And so when you can learn to connect on a deeper level, you can have those moments where the whole world is chaos around you, but you catch each other's eyes and you just kind of know. It's this whole... I know where you are. I see you. I see you. I love you. You see me. We're in this together, and then we go on about it. You know, but that's a, that's like a breath of air. Sometimes, yeah. Well,
1: when it reminds me of the story of Hagar, how she was sent away, and she was in the desert, and she thought she and her son were going to die, and and then she had this encounter with God, and that she named the place the God who sees me, yep. that, that she felt as if she had been seen yep. by God. There's something very special to that. And when we feel as if our spouse sees us and honors our existence yep. and connects with us, that is very, very powerful. So now we're, we're just getting really deep here, right. Corey. So let's, let's, come,
0: <laughs> let's come back up for a, 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 another thing that people can do that isn't maybe so uh, intimate, <laughs> which, come on. Something but,
1: more lighthearted, uh, like use a fel- other.
0: That that works, but that, it,
1: using a feather is kinky. Using a whole bird that that that's that's over the line. That's
0: perverted. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's just recognizing that okay, sometimes changing it up doesn't necessarily mean what you do with sex. It means what you do with each other. Date night, travel, where you go eat. I mean, all of these things are real opportunities. Pam is a big. Proponent of the expression "power of the hood," which power of the hood, power of the hood, which is basically when we're like when we're driving on on trips because we drive a lot. Like when we were in California, we drove still fourteen hundred miles or something like that in in eight days. And and so this is one of those where you know we have maps and you know every phone has a way to kind of tell you where you're supposed to go and all that kind of mess. But there's times where it's just like, no, power of the hood. Let's just see where we end up. Oh, cool. You know, because it's like, I know the direction we need to go, but I don't know how I'm getting there exactly. And so it's like, well, it's power of the hood. We'll figure it out. And so we just kind of go because that's part of the adventure because then it's this whole, okay, we don't really know where we're going to end up. And that has led to some of the fantastic restaurants that she led us to that we found. Mm -hmm. It led us to some of the beach spots that we wouldn't have found otherwise. It led us to different, you know, and it's just, you can do that even in your own hometown of, We've done a show on that, the staycation idea, but it's just do things that you haven't done. And sometimes that means power of the hooded. Like I don't have (laughs) a complete plan or the map, but we're going to figure it out as we go along. And that that can be a great way to confront some of your own fears.
1: Yeah. It can also be as simple as going to a movie store and being very intentional about picking out a movie that you yourself would never want to watch, but you know your spouse would totally be into Sure. because there's usually a battle. You know, he wants to watch the testosterone flicks and she wants to watch the chick flicks. So you pick a movie that you would actually sit through and, and experience that with your spouse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so a lot of it can just be, how do you change up life a little bit to add a little tension, to add a little, Spice, novelty, novelty,
1: novelty. Variety and, is the spice of life. And one
0: of the things we've been we've mentioned before on the show, and it's probably been a while since we've mentioned it, is if you have assigned seating in the living room or the kitchen table or the dining room table, change that up. Sit in different seats, and then if you want to go even bigger, change the <laughs> I know side. What you're say. <laughs> change the side of the bed, and I, we get emails at feedbackatsexymarriageradio.com about that one. Of no, 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 no. We will not change the side of the bed but we'll change up other things and that okay that's that's fine but it's just that why do we follow the routine well part of it is because it's the fastest way to get something done or it's the most comfortable way or it's both so sometimes change the route you go to work change the manner in which you go to work if you have a chance to take public transportation instead do it
1: yeah change the time of day that you call and check in with your spouse to see how their day is going
0: or change the fact that you actually will call in and check, check with your spouse to see how things are going
1: because yeah. maybe yeah. you don't or, ever or do call, that. call and invite your spouse to bring you lunch yep. to your office yep. and close the door and have a little inner office picnic. Yep. Yeah, so, all and, kinds of ideas. Yeah, so there's lots
0: of different things because this isn't just about sex because, again, we've always said this. How you do life is how you do sex, and how you do sex is how you'll do life. So if you add spice in one, it will spill over into the other. That's yeah. The, that's the point. So it's just recognizing how do we confront the fear, confront the anxiety that comes with both sides of this equation, either a willingness to bring it up or a willingness to go along. Because one of you is going to be more interested in doing this than the other. That's just reality. So how do you not let them have to live to your limitations if you're the one that's like, you know what, I'm really afraid of that. Well, what if you lean into it a little bit and see?
1: boldly go boldly go where no man has gone before where no couple has gone before (laughs) exactly because
0: that's it's about creating experiences that's Mm -hmm. i mean to kind of go full circle one of the things that pam and i have been very intentional about with our children is when it comes to gift giving christmas that kind of stuff we don't i don't want to give stuff i want to give experiences that's what we want to do because that's what we want to soak up as much as we can So why not do that that in marriage? Preach it. So just how can you create an experience? How can you create an adventure? Because the destination doesn't matter as much as the journey.
1: There you go. The memories made along the way.
0: That's the way you go. Well, thanks for taking some time out of us. Out of us. Thanks for taking some time (laughs) out of your day to spend it with us. (laughs) We'll see you next time.
1: (laughs) We love you for listening. (laughs) If you've benefited from this podcast, consider becoming a member of the Bed Buddy Club. Your financial support will help take Sexy Marriage Radio to the next level and enable Corey and Shannon to strengthen many other couples. Learn more at sexymarriageradio.com by clicking on the purple button.